Hey, 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 what's going on? Welcome to the August Radio Project Podcast with me, your host. I have an out-tune guitar, I need to sort that out. Um, welcome guys. If you're wondering where in the world I am, well, I'm in Spain still. Just outside the city of Valencia, to be specific. And, um... We were here last week, I believe, when um, I recorded my last podcast. I forget whereabouts I was. Um, Damn. I was in the van, singing Internet Famous, I know that much. Talking about being an internet celebrity and how uh, social media is a bit of a crisis. But this week comes full with positivity and I'm stoked to tell you that um, we're in a really cool place. We're sat on top of a mountain with a view of Valencia City down below can actually see the sea despite it probably being about I don't know 30 kilometers away 20 miles um, absolute paradise it's the 10th of November today this will come out on the 11th but it's 21 22 degrees the only complaint I've got is these flies and there's flies absolutely everywhere which aren't ideal but you know they come with the heat so it's fine and um, yeah, we've had positive news all round. There's no lockdown in Spain. We're still locked into the region, but we are not complaining. Clearly the universe wants us here. And I think we're starting to work out why. Um, I'll get into it in a minute. But um, yeah, just we a brief catch up. We are, I'm August Radio Project. I live in a van with Laura V my beautiful girlfriend and we set off on the 17th of October um, into Europe with no plans to return to the UK we're both over it and um, we were travelling around France and then we got word that France was going to go into a lockdown so we made a beeline to Spain because we figured if we were going to get locked down anywhere we needed to lock down somewhere nice and hot for the winter and that was our plan originally, regardless of lockdown. It was to be in Spain or Portugal for this, for these winter months. Um, and we found ourselves traversing to Spain on a quick two-day adventure um, to get out of France before the lockdown happened. And we found ourselves in a regional lockdown scenario in Spain. So if you haven't been following along, Spain doesn't have a lockdown as such. It just has a regional lockdown, which means you can't travel between regions of Spain. They're very regional as people have been finding out. They identify much more with the region they're in and born in or from rather than the country itself. Um, We made it as far down as Valencia community, which is the region of Valencia. And um, that was as far as we got. And we kind of had planned to get here in the first place. Um, And yeah, we've been spending our time here. We've been by the beach this week. Um, Actually, I feel like the last time I recorded the podcast last week, I was probably sat by the beach. 
In fact, I was. It's all coming back to me. Um, little did we know that the next day, uh, following the day I recorded last week's podcast, we were in for one of the worst storms and rainfalls Valencia has ever seen in 40 years. And it got real gnarly, and it got real gnarly. When I say real gnarly, I mean real gnarly. So, let's get stuck into this week's story. As always, if you want visuals to these stories, then I suggest you go and check Laura and I's vlog channel out. Laura and Benedict on YouTube. If you just type in Laura and Benedict Van Life, we come up. Or you can go on Instagram and it's at Laura and Benedict. And, um... So yeah, we were chilling by the beach this time last week and um, the weather was good and we were about to see some family friends and it was all gravy and that's not to say that this week hasn't been all good because it has, it's been pretty good. We just were about to experience torrential downpour in a country that isn't really built for torrential downpour. They don't have any kind of drainage like the UK has. There's no floodplains, there's no big systems i'm sorry I'm, i am getting mauled by flies so if you hear me shaking around that's why um but yeah so we are in a region that isn't really um experienced in rainfall apparently it the sun shines here 300 days a year and they get about 60 days of rain um i don't know what happens on the other five probably um more sunshine but um so yeah, we were warned that on Wednesday there would be a storm coming and it would last through till sort of Saturday. And um, we didn't think much of it because, you know, being um, having lived in the UK for a, for a while, we kind of know what rainfall feels like, especially over an extended period. But um, this was pretty gnarly. And on Thursday evening, it got really hectic. So Wednesday, it rained a bit all day. It was very UK-like, except the humidity. The humidity was real. So it was warm. It wasn't November cold. It was just like a this sort of summer downpours we get in the UK. But then Thursday, the rain really hit. And Thursday evening, we'd come to the spot we're actually in now, which I will get to, um, to scope it out. And on our way home, we experienced uh, Valencia's flash flood um, scenarios that they get. And we were driving down a road on the way to a park up and a river had burst its banks. And we saw it up ahead, so we were like, OK, we can't go down here. And we were driving um, sort of like a backcountry kind of old-like tractor road. And we reversed up and saw that there was a sign saying like diversion or some kind of Spanish version of diversion. So we thought, oh, this looks like a road to go down. Maybe this is the diversion because of the river. So we drove down this road, which was throughout the Valencian orange groves. And the Valencian orange groves on either side of us. One side of us was a sharp wall that sort of had an up um, to a orange grove. And the other was a... Uh, an immediate drop about human height into another um, Valencian orange uh, grove and there was lightning going all around so it was like a lightning storm so not a thunderstorm a lightning storm which is where there is thunder there's just lots of lightning that keeps flashing and it feels a bit like a disco um, and we were driving down this road and 
we got to a really sharp turning and we turned down the sharp turning, narrowly missing the steep drop on one side, narrowly missing the wall on the other. And we turned and then we turned again and we drove and then we came to a final turning um, after about five minutes of driving down this road. And we turned another sharp turning to see that the river was all, also in fact on the same um, on the same strip of road and it was had burst its banks and was flowing down the road Google Maps was telling me to drive down. So then we found ourselves in an extra long wheelbase Mercedes Sprinter van on a road that isn't much bigger than its wheelbase. Um, not really sure what to do. And it was one of those moments in life where, um, funnily enough, you go through moments in life where you panic a lot and you worry a lot, but you probably have no reason to. Like you don't actually need to be panicking and you have a really bad panic attack and you, uh, you start sweating with anxiety and stuff. Whereas there's situations in life where you probably should panic and you should get sweaty and you should fear for your life a little bit. And this was one of those where even though like we were either going to, the water level's rising quickly and we're either going to get swept away by this flood or we've got to go through some incredibly difficult manoeuvres to get off this road by reversing all the way back past both sharp turns and hope that some, there was somewhere along the road that we could turn around in that neither of us could remember if there was or not. It was feeling pretty unlikely. For whatever reason, no panic. Just chill. Just ultimate like, okay, going to reverse this vehicle. And after 20 minutes of constant and really focused mirror watching we um, managed to get all the way back past the turns into a little side road um, that was like a farm like a if there, if we were on a farm track then this one was like the field we drove like into the, a bit of the field and managed to turn around and it took 20 minutes and the relief once we were out were like oh my god and it was only then that the panic started to really set in and like, it was almost a delayed reaction. Like, oh my God, that was real. That could have gone so badly. That could have been a dent in the van on one side or the van down a humongous drop with all our life's worth of stuff that can, is contained in it um, could have been destroyed. So either that or we were gonna get flooded in. But then the drama didn't stop there because then we had to make our way back to the car park on the beach that we'd been staying in, which was well drained. There was lots of drains in the car park. So we thought that, that was probably the best bet for where we were staying that night. And um, so we drove to the car park, but on the way witnessed some pretty gnarly floods that we sort of took a chance of driving through and we did see cars stranded. And um, just as we were about to get to the town um, in which the car park was in, um, there was a roundabout that was flooded on the right side, um, but not flooded on the left side. And as I pulled up to it, I thought, there's no way Nelly, our van, will drive through that right side of the flood. There was a car approaching to the right. It all got a bit gnarly. It all happened very quickly. And I just decided that I would... Um, go back to Britain for a tiny second and drive on the left and I took a left round the roundabout to avoid the flood and Laura looks at me and she starts panicking and goes what are you doing 
and we looked in the wing mirrors and all the cars, um, all of which were Spanish, had decided to follow me. So it was clearly the right thing to do. So lessons learned are um, Valencia, when it rains, it pours, in the words of Luke Coombs. Um, maybe find a nice patch of ground before the rain really starts. And um, if in doubt, then just do what you feel safe, um, even if it's a risk as well. Risky business. You have to weigh up the risks. And driving on the left at that point seemed like the most uh, least risk adverse, even though if like the Civil Guardia police had been around, I'm sure they would have just decided that the GB van could do with a, a punishment. Um, but anyway, that's what happened. Crazy times, and then we sort of sat out the rain for a couple of days, um, which two people that can't stop being outdoors and can't stop being active and love big open spaces and hikes and being on the beach and getting in the water was quite hard mentally to go through those days but luckily the 300 days of sunshine of Valencia is back in action and the last couple of days have been real sunny and there's absolutely no rain forecast on the horizon for the next few weeks which for mid-November, nearly mid-November, is like the best news ever. So here we are. It's all good, it's all love. Um, so that kind of brings me on to where we are now. So you've definitely got to watch the vlog for this and I'm glad that most of the listeners to this podcast are vlog viewers so there's no worries of you just listening to this and not checking out the vlog and I always recommend checking out the vlog because the vlog means that you actually get visuals to what's going on um, but when we were beelining to Spain in a rush to escape the French lockdown as I said, two people that love being outdoors all the time and um, have uh, their roots firmly into the real ground as opposed to the fake ground of buildings. Um, couldn't deal with the idea of only being allowed out one hour a day again and with no real secure place to park up in France, even though we have since learned that other fan lifers who are currently in France are just doing it and making it work somehow. Um, we beelined to Spain and we were looking at the Spanish news and there were a few hints as to whether there could be a national lockdown. It seems that Spain's Prime Minister is pretty adamant that his people don't want another lockdown because they had such a bad one in the first instance. But anyway, we were sort of browsing our options and thinking about different things. Well, a nice plane going over for you. Take that. That's like the sound of summer, eh? Um... But anyway, whilst we're driving down to uh, Spain on our uh, mission, we were trying to sort of think of options that we might have. Um, and one thing that Laura and I had looked at before we'd um, adventured on uh, our new van life was work exchanges, which is a means and way of traveling and seeing a place and getting to know a culture and getting to know people of a place. Um, where you exchange um, work for opportunities. 
So um, a lot of it is like you ex- you you work somewhere in exchange for accommodation and food. Um, but there's other opportunities such as like you do a bit of work for someone in order to learn a language or, you know, provide a service that, you know, service for a service. And there's a website called Workaway and we'd signed up to it originally um, when we weren't sure whether we'd be off to Australia or off to a different, a different country. And it's been on our horizon for a little bit. So we had a look at some workaways in the Valencia region as we were driving through, just in case there was a proper lockdown and we wanted to be somewhere that where we would still get the opportunity to go outside and, you know, do us, do our thing. And um, we stumbled across a couple. Um, and then as things had gone on, we realised that we probably didn't need to go onto a workaway and that we'd be fine as long as we travel around the Valencia region. But then... We were having thoughts and we were channeling in to our higher selves and um, thinking about the universe and thinking about what the universe wants from us. And we got a reply from a workaway that sounded really ideal for our kind of long-term goals. And um, it's uh, an opportunity to learn, to immerse ourselves in a new language for me as well as Laura. Laura can speak fluent French. I can't, but I want to learn. And I'm trying. I'm doing daily practice, reading my short stories. Um, but she's um, quite keen to learn Spanish. And we stumbled across one that gave us that opportunity, as well as learning and uh, hanging out with creative people that can help us on this journey to what I was talking about last week, about sustaining this lifestyle, finding a way that we can use our skills and our creativity to self-sustain and not have to worry and rely on savings in order to do our van life and uh, what's going to come beyond that but also like the bigger picture what's going to help us in the long run to our real big visions and this opportunity just seems like too good to miss so even though we don't necessarily need to take the work exchange we went and checked it out on um Thursday before the epic storm and it just seemed like a good a good call to come up here into the mountains of Valencia and learn some skills and in exchange for providing some skills and the guys here seem like really cool guys and they've opened us up to new ideas and new ways of living already we've only been here one night so that's cool and we haven't even really fully got the lowdown yet. We've just had a, a quick tour and, you know, whatever happened last night, most of which was involved trying to find a level spot for Nelly to be perched on, which we kind of bodged together, but actually probably need to rejig because it's not very level. We're currently sleeping at quite a slant, but it's a bit like being on a spaceship where um, you've got zero gravity because if you pull a drawer out, it just pulls back in for you, which is pretty rad. Um, so yeah that's where we find ourselves now and that's where I am right now I'm sat on our perch just outside Nelly looking at the incredible view of Valencia and yeah just madness this is a crazy time for me and a crazy just every day of my new life has been a pinch of this is real and I can 
fully feel that I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. As it says in the book of um, The Alchemist, if you haven't read it, then read it. I've preached it before. If you follow your heart, the universe will conspire to do everything it can to make your real highest truths um, come to light. And I feel like Laura and I are fully epitomising following our hearts and this workaway being one of them. So we don't know how long we'll be here for, but the fact that we're locked into Valencia seems like the perfect opportunity to immerse ourselves in some kind of work exchange and meet new people and meet people of the area and really get to know a place um, in a way that we wouldn't have if it was just us two. And I'm really hoping, like, the other side of it, I feel like the other side of this workaway and this, um, you know, when we, if we leave here in the way that my head imagines, I should think we'll leave here with richer in experience and skills and maybe opportunities than we came here with. So that is amazing. Um, And I feel like, I can't help but feel like it's going to add to, or at least, like, at least add to, if not like more, um, with the ideas that we've got of how to make this a sustainable lifestyle, how to earn a bit of a living from it. Um, I try to stay clear of the word money because it's not about money. It's just about being able to earn something from um, a passion and a creativity that you would do anyway um, in a way that means you can sustain your lifestyle. And that's what we're on the hunt for right now. And then with hopes that that becomes even bigger and bigger than us and and, we can get other people involved. And I've spoken about the Patreon on here and I've spoken about doing various musical challenges and creative challenges, but I've actually kind of steered a little clear of it at the moment because I feel like there's more to it before I start launching into it. And whilst I've got the opportunity to think about it, I'm going to. But I feel like this workaway could add to that and help us realise it a bit more. So, it's really exciting, and I'm excited to be here, and I'm excited to see what happens. I'm excited for when the flies go in later on, because it gets too cold, because they are all over me. And the flies here are relentless, they just land on you and won't stop. They're not shy at all. Um, So yeah, that's where we find ourselves, which is mad. And... um, we do have some work to do later on, but uh, for right now it's just you know Spanish, Spanish living and the slower way of life, so you don't have to worry about it too much. It's not like the UK, people here. If it's raining or if it's too hot, they don't do the work until it's ready to be done. And guess what? It still gets done, um, without the stress, which is like how people should live, eh? I really like it here in Valencia as well. Um, it's been an unexpected gem. And um, yeah, I don't know how long we're going to be here for. It quite easily be the next, at least three, four, five, six episodes could be recorded from this spot. So that's cool. Um, and yeah, I just guess really preaching the message of like, Follow your heart and listen to the universe. The universe will put you where you need to be. And you can always feel in your gut that that's what's going on. And this workaway was funny because we did realise that we probably actually don't need to do it. 
in terms of lockdown and the reason we were looking in the first place. Um, but there was this weird burning desire in my like body that just felt like, well, what else are we gonna do? Like we've got to do this now. Like this, this is gonna lead to something. And it, it's the same feeling I got when we first um, got the van and we were dead set on van life. And I was going through my ego worries and ego egotistical fears. And I was thinking about why are we doing it? Like what, what, like what's the reason? Like we, you know, and I knew deep down what the reasons were, but I just couldn't sort of bring them to surface. And although this isn't something I've been worried about doing in that way, it's just the same feeling of like, well, it's going to lead to more. And like van life, like I said to Laura, we're three and a half weeks in now and three and a half weeks in feels like we've completed level one and we're just going into level two. Like level two started today, I feel like. Um, and I'm excited. That's all I can really say. And I'm excited to update you guys next week and tell you everything that's happened, if anything's happened. But as with every day of this new life, something always happens. The weeks have grown so much longer than they used to. When I was in a nine to five, Monday, Friday job, the week sped by and suddenly it would be Saturday and you'd look forward to Saturday until it was Saturday again. And it meant just years and days and weeks just pass by without any glimpse. Whereas, because every day here is different, every day is something new and brings new challenges and it makes the day so long and it makes the week so long and it's a joy to be alive. And that is something like, I feel so many people are missing. <laughs> and it's sad because you, as the current physical human being that you know to be you, you've only got one time to be that. And if you don't make the most of it, then if you're wishing it away to live for one day, one to two days a week, then you're not having a good time. And it sounds cliche, but you really see it for how apparent it is when you're on the other side. So if you are one of those people and you're going through your ego doubts and t sort of wording and mouthing to this podcast saying there's absolutely no way I could do what you're doing. Yeah, you could. You've just got to hone in on what it is you really want to do and then drop all the ego worries and go for it no matter how uncomfortable that might, keep, that might make you feel. And two months ago today, I um, was doing just that. When we bought Nelly the van, we've had her for two months now, which is nuts. Um, it feels like longer, actually, if I'm honest. But I was having all those fears and doubts. And um, Laura V, with the help of Laura V, got through them and we did it anyway. And look at us now. We've we've escaped a UK lockdown. We're in the sunshine. And we are on our journeys to a new self-sustaining lifestyle that um, is the dream. And I hate using the term the dream because it conjures up a like a myth-style non-reality when it isn't that at all. It's like... It is reality, it's real. But that's why I have to keep pinching myself and reminding myself that it is. And it isn't just a, you know, something that we, that comes to an end at some point where we return back to normal life, because this is normal life now. And yeah, so I'm still all ears, by the way, of any ideas you guys have. 
I've been getting feedback from a few people and I really appreciate it, like really appreciate it, um, about ideas of how to, um, this sort of new way of living that we've got to deal with, even people that aren't doing van life, um, a lot of people through this global pandemic situation have had to adapt and change what they do and some people are doing it really successfully, some people are still working it out and I feel like we're kind of working it out at the same time of being successful at it, um, which is cool. But uh, yeah, I'm all ears. So if you've got any ideas, throw them at me. Um, Laura and I have, on the theme of internet famous last week, have been discussing much more about our presence on the internet and whether it's really necessary and like how, ways to sort of to make it a, a thing but not have to slave away at it and become mentally drained from it and I think we've got a really cool idea um, that we're going to implement this week because I think through different um, watching different people do it and through people we know doing it and people we've met even on the road we actually met a van life couple this week um, we've realised that it's not really us and it's not really what we're about and we are about doing something different and taking the path less trodden um, we aren't people who want to do the norm and even though we are not doing the norm by living in a van there is still a norm way of living in a van so we want to go even deeper on it and like I said use our skills and creativity to do something um, even more different even further and go even deeper into this and I feel like with social media it's definitely kind of dwindling People are finding it a pain. People are getting too sucked into it. And even younger kids aren't interested in the way that sort of the adult generation, young adult generation have been and still are. I feel like they're more interested in TikTok and dancing around than scrolling endlessly through Instagram and arguing on Facebook. So I think there's something something happening there and, and a, an opportunity to do something and find a new way of doing things that don't involve it so much. So that's what Laura and I are on an adventure to do. And again, if you're any ideas there, then I'm all ears. And if you want to get involved and you've got an idea and you want to collaborate a little bit, then let me know. Um, it's something that needs to happen. And Laura and I definitely feel like we're at the forefront of things when it comes to like changing and adapting. Um, we have found ourselves doing that a lot um, in ways that mean that we can still be us and still live how we want to live. But a bit of good news on the old coronavirus thing is the fact that they seem to think that they've got a vaccine in store. And I think along with Donald Trump no longer being the president, it could be the start of the good um, the darkness could be over and the clouds have cleared. Uh, I've got a feeling like it's in the air, like goodness is only, you know, only coming our way now. The sky's going to be blue from here on out, a bit like the storm. The floods have passed and it's all dry now and it's all good. Um, and the plants are ever greener because of it. And I feel like that's what's happening in the world. And I really hope so as well. I mean, it helps us out and it helps everybody else out. I don't think there's many negatives to come with it. 
and there's you know I'm sure there's a few bumps in the road but as is all and like I said before the thing is is there's no destination we just flow through highs and lows but luckily I think we're at the beginning of a high that's gonna last a long time and I think we all need to embrace it and all really need to take it in because it's easy not to which funnily enough can bring me on to my song for today um, I wanted to keep today's positive and I was just sort of racking my brain for a song to sing and um, through my time in Ghouls I didn't really write a whole lot of like real positive um, upbeat kind of songs lyrically because when I was that age I thought that sadder and more negative songs were more powerful I didn't really um, believe in the uh, I didn't really believe in the positive song and these days I'm like what on earth man and I don't blame myself because I was a kid and I was just doing the same as all the bands that I loved and loved listening to um, because that's what you do you take inspiration and you try and sort of become your heroes um, but towards the end of Ghouls I was writing a lot of songs and I actually wrote this song it was actually about touring but it applies really well to like the here and now which is really funny and I have played it many times and I don't think anyone's ever heard it because Ghouls never released it it's sort of on one of the two hidden secret albums that never got released because they never got recorded because they're just both 12 tracks 24 tracks of demos that I did um, and this was in one of them it was written in 2018 and it's just about that sort of feeling of like when you're surrounded by people who share that same mindset of you of like if we're going to do this let's do it let's make it happen let's not just talk about it happening or just think about it happening let's really do it and uh, I mean the greatest person in my life who does that is Laura V she is all about the doing there's no there's no ifs or buts there's no um, half-hearted attempts it's just all or nothing and if you have an idea and you say you're going to do something Laura's like okay go on then you're going to do it then there's no there's no just talking about it and fantasizing and you know even if it's just a wild card idea that you just suddenly have it's it's a, it's a story of well then you better do it and um, all the times that we were sat in our flat and joking about this life and part of me was saying it seriously and part of me was saying it with this idea that it might never happen and now I'm literally sat here in it it's like okay like this this girl is real, she's for real. Um, so this song's kind of about that. Um, and at the time I wrote it, I was obviously talking about the band because us as a band were very much in the same kind of boat. We didn't wait for people to give us the things that we wanted and tell us to do the things we wanted to do. We just sat out and did them. And we found ourselves in situations and places and tours and gigs that we couldn't quite believe we were there at the time like we didn't feel like we were worthy of being there we just feel like we winged it there and it's this quote of like fake it till you make it 
we felt fake and I guess from the outside it might even look like we'd made we'd really made it so it's about that just harnessing that feeling and, and remembering that you're not faking it you're real you're really doing it and it doesn't matter if you feel like you're not fully in as long as you're really doing it you will look back on it and go oh my god that was insane and you will every now and then at the present moment go oh this is my reality now this is what I do uh, uh, for life and yeah like I said the last three and a half weeks just been full of that and I can't believe that for the next you know until I die probably will be like that and like I said there'll be bumps in the road but I can just feel it in my gut you know no more plain old norm no more compromise just doing us doing what we want so the song is called family and when I talk about family I refer to those people I'm surrounded by that share that mindset of like let's do this let's make this happen let's not just talk about it this isn't just an idea that I'm like thinking about and you know like I say in the song the bucket list or your bucket list (laughs) um people who are rich in the number of times that they've said that this time they're for real but they don't they don't go through with it it happens far too often and even with people who I'm close with who I'm related to they're very fixed in that mindset of like they'll talk about it and they'll get excited about it but then they never pursue and they almost downplay the people that do pursue because in reality they're fighting their egos and they're too far gone to kind of battle it to the point where they overtake it Um, and that's why I preach that message you know I preach that just let go of the ego and really tune into that higher self and just take the risk take the chance if it feels good it will only work out even if it doesn't feel like it's working out to start with it will only work out flow through the, the low to get to the high because I mean, I preach that to the people in my life that I know who do the same and I can only hope that one day they do wake up because their potential is huge, bigger than they know. It's one of the traits of being human is that you've always got way more potential than you'll ever know. And even if you go and pursue that potential, it'll still be greater than you ever know. So the song is uh, called Family and it's unreleased. It was written on an album that was actually titled Still Like an Artist that never got released um, because it never made it further than demos. Um, But the song chorus goes, Whoa, this is my family. Whoa, we do what we want to. Whoa, this is my family. We do what we want to. Which kind of speaks for itself. So yeah, all the people in my life, we do what we want to. Not in a selfish, harsh way, in a way that if we say we're going to do something and we want to do something, we go and do it because life is too short not to. And then the chorus talks about the kind of ghoul story, but it does closely closely align with what's been going on in my life recently. So I want to talk storyboard, drop down memory lane, give you an insight that you ask for now and again. Whoa, because we're on a mission. Whoa, our own expedition. So kind of 
setting the scene to this song. So this song is going to be about a story that some people ask for now and again. Because um, when you're in a band or when you're a person, every now and then somebody asks you like, oh, so like, how did you get here? What did you do? Um, what's your story? So then the story follows on. Sat around and said, let's try and travel the world. Write some songs, book some shows. Seems so simple. Whoa, oh, university said no. Whoa, oh, and the labels just laughed us off. So like, throughout my life, um, up until kind of, or even still to some extent, up until sort of the age of like 28, I was obviously pursuing um, being in a band and touring and, you know, making that a reality and although um it wasn't in the same way that we're doing like Laura and I now um it was still a pursuit of a a sort of goal that a lot of people said was unattainable that you couldn't do not without you know label help or without the knowing the right people and I think Ghouls my old band did a really good job of showing you um, showing people that you didn't need, you don't need the right people. The right people are, are who you are. They're exactly the people that are surrounded by, you're surrounded by. The labels and university and the so-called experts in the field aren't any different to you. And what they say isn't gospel. What they say isn't necessarily right. And most of the time, they're people who are far gone into their ego mind and they are trying to put people off doing the things that they really want to do because them themselves didn't get to do it and because they're overrun by fear of not doing what they really want to be doing especially people like university lecturers you know some of them can be inspiring and could be the opposite way around but a lot of them I found were people that hadn't fulfilled their own destinies and their own higher uh, higher truths and therefore lived in their egos and told you all the things that you shouldn't be doing and that it was never going to work and that you should just knuckle down and do something else. And labels, I just found, are people who are so wrapped up in the business side of things that they don't realise that what you're after is so much bigger than their little business and their, you know, making money schemes. What you're after is like... A sense of fulfillment that is beyond anything money can bring and in the creative arts and in the world of creativity that dream pursuit is so undervalued and often doesn't earn you a living um, and well that's what people say anyway and me and Laura are currently on the pursuit of making sure that that isn't as in an option anymore but people say that and it's something that I think Actually, now I'm older, if you believe, then you fall, fall trapped to it. But if you don't believe and you pursue hard enough, it actually doesn't come true. And you actually can become self-sustaining through your creative art. But that's not to say it's not hard and it's not to say that a lot of people struggle with it. And it's hopefully something that through coronavirus, people have realised they need in their life and start valuing a lot higher, you know. A piece of music, the amount of work that goes into a piece of music or the amount of work that goes into a touring band or, you know, it's valuable. It's valuable stuff. And people complain about how expensive it is, but the other end of that is struggling artists. And, you know, the attitude is what needs to change. 
as well as the systems around it. And that's why I'm on a pursuit right now to change, to find a new system because I think that's what needs to happen. A new system needs to come about. And I feel like through doing what we're doing, through Laura and I's adventure, we're going we're gonna to work it out even if it's on a low-key scale and it just sustains our van life. That's all I need. And um, But hopefully it gets bigger than that. Hopefully it goes even further. So yeah, I'm talking about the song Family. <laughs> and... That first verse is an ode to that because even though the university said no and the labels laughed ghouls off, we still did it. We still did all the touring. We still sold out shows. We still released albums. We did everything that we wanted to do. And, you know, sometimes it wasn't always quite as expected and sometimes it took doing it to realise that we'd done it. Um, But it happened either way. And that's the beauty of being surrounded by the family. When I say the family, I refer to the people that do what they want to, do what they say they're going to do. So then we have a chorus. Actually, no, we have, oh no, oh no, so how did we get here? Oh no, oh no, I'm living the dream without being qualified. Um, A little dig at the idea that you need to be qualified to pursue your um, higher goals and your deepest desires you do not need a qualification if anything I would as somebody that has got some academic qualifications would argue that they're unless you're using them as a means and excuse to do like meet people and get out of a scenario that you don't want to be in uh, the actual qualification doesn't get you anything you can do everything without the qualification and I always think that the better people and the people who are more uh, driven in life are actually the people that don't go about it in the classic academic way they're the people that just go for it anyway they don't need a seal of approval to tell them and to remind them that they can do it and I feel like the seals of approval the academic seals of approval unless that you're going for something that actually requires them like you're going to be a doctor and you need that seal of approval I think if you're going for something creative you're much better off not worrying about it because it gives you this false sense of progress. It gives you this idea that you're you're about to achieve something that is going to somehow level you up in the playing field. When the joke is there is no playing field, there's no leveling up. It's just a pursuit of something. And unless you're doing it as a pursuit for fun, I don't think it's worth it. Um, you can teach yourself, you can learn things, and you can learn to do things without having to do the qualification you can just learn things um and that's not me bashing on learning things but even something as simple as this work exchange like we will learn things you know learning a language i don't need to go to a language school to get a qualification to say that i can speak french i just need to immerse myself in speaking french and then one day i will hopefully be able to fluently do a podcast in, in french there you go there's a challenge I hope Laura V doesn't hear that because she'll probably say that I've got to do it. <laughs> a podcast in French. Um, but that's the pre-chorus and then we go back to a chorus. And then I have a little interlude which comes back in the song which says, I don't understand how we got here. Which is a line <laughs> that I find myself saying to myself all the time. Like, how did we get here? In the best way possible, by the way, not in a bad way. Even if we are halfway through a flooded road and backing down a 
tiny little track with a drop on one side and a wall on the other like how do we get here this is amazing like i i can't even recall a time like like i can recall so many times sorry when all i wanted was this life like how did i get here and in the band there were so many gigs and scenarios and tours you know going through going around australia going around america where i was like i don't understand how we got here but for some reason we're here and it's amazing in the same way that I could say that right now, while I'm sat on my Valencian hill, looking over the sea, talking to a podcast um, of people, um, even if it's a handful of you, that actually have a care in what I say. Amazing. How did I get here? So a good line, eh? Make a point of saying it. So here's the second verse, which kind of goes through a bit about what ghouls did and how we went about things. So put some... Oh, shocking. Books on flies, made some mace, fisted on every tree, headed south, drop a days, couldn't believe the heat. Whoa, we got so many friends now. Whoa, all around the world now. Whoa, this is my family. Whoa, we do what we want to. Whoa, this is my family. We do what we want to. I mean, it's incredible how connected the world can become. Um, when you just stick your nose out and traveling and touring are perfect examples of that and it's a bit like us on this work exchange like the guys on it um, are complete strangers and we're already you know getting to know them and I'm sure this time next week it'll either be a case that we're all best friends or it could be a case of like oh my god we have to run away but either way it'll make an interesting podcast but what I'm saying is like there's so many open people in the world and when you stick your nose out, you start talking to people, you end up with these worldwide connections of like-minded people with um, the same sort of, you know, ideas and in similar scenarios to yourself. And your vibe attracts your tribe is a good quote that I like. Like, you always tend to find yourself gravitating to people who are like you and they're like, you know, you're like them. And it happens by accident. It's sort of like this weird, unseen magnetic field where the people you're surrounded by suddenly end up being good people. And when they're not, like, you suddenly notice those things and it changes. So if you are surrounded by people that you just don't slot with, and maybe you're forced with the, to be with those people because of work, maybe you're forced into... If you really listen into the universe and you follow your heart, you do seem to find yourself with people who are like similar to you and I feel like if you start making certain decisions as well and start um, you know you don't listen to your ego and you pursue your your dreams you start to be surrounded by people who are doing the same and then when you're you know it's a bit like us in van life like we didn't know that many people doing van life until we moved into a van and then suddenly we know a bunch of people that are doing it because that's what how it works like you have to do it to to be in it you can't just try and get in it and then do it. And that's something that I feel like education falsely tells you to do. It tells you to immerse yourself in it and then do it. But really what you should do is just start doing it. And then you start and suddenly find yourself surrounded by people doing it. Um, and that's what ghouls did, you know. We did book our flights. We did feast on treats. We did drive for days and through it met people that do the same and because their vibe was our vibe we became a tribe <laughs> and we all became friends 
and that's what happens. So if in doubt, just do the things you love doing and you'll, without a doubt, find yourself surrounded by people who are doing the same. And that's only, only then is when real creativity and real positivity really happens. You know, even in the same way that me and Laura met, like we met doing something that we were both just love, in love with doing and it, it's meant that we can now do it together every day. You know, we're not a couple that do separate things. We're a couple that do the same things because we met doing the same thing. And that's the kind of song. The, the song just plays through a chorus and then a sort of interlude of I don't understand how we got here. And I guess that's kind of the theme of today's vlog. I don't understand how we got here, but I'm loving every minute. Um, even if I am surrounded by flies. So I'm going to serenade the flies and you on the podcast with this song called Family. Let me know if you like it. Maybe I'll release it. Maybe I'll record it. Because um, I like it. And it, like I said, it's a positive song. It's upbeat. Something that I need to do more of because my life is so positive and upbeat. that It doesn't make any sense to write Um sad negative songs anymore and I guess most of the August Radio Project songs are much more upbeat so here we go, family whoa this is my family whoa we do what we want to whoa this is my family this is my family I wanna talk storyboard drop down memory lane give you an insight that you was for now and again whoa cause we're on a mission Whoa, our own expedition We sat around and said Let's try and travel the world Write some songs, book some shows Seems so simple Whoa, university said no Whoa, and the labels just laughed us off Oh no, oh no So how did we get here? We're living the dream And we're not even qualified Whoa, this is my family Whoa, we do what we want to this is my family We do what we want to Whoa This is my family Whoa We do what we want to Whoa This is my family We do what we want to I don't understand how we got here Book supplies, made some mates, feasted on every tree Headed south, drove a days, couldn't believe the heat Whoa, I got so many friends now Whoa, all around the world now Whoa, this is my family Whoa, we do what we want to Whoa, this is my family We do what we want to Whoa, this is my family Whoa, we do what we want to Whoa, this is my family This is my family I don't understand how we got here I don't understand how we got here I don't understand how we got here I don't understand how we got This is 
my family. Whoa, we do what we want to. Whoa, this is my family. This is my family. Even the flies liked it. All right, guys, there we go. August Radio Project signing out on the 21st week, maybe even the oh, yeah, 21st week of podcasting. Nearly half a year, crazy. Um, I hope you all have a good week. I hope you enjoy the good news and the positive wave that seems to be sweeping across the earth. Embrace it, ride the wave, be in the high. And um, I will check you next week when I could still be here in the same spot. Might not, who even knows? Enjoy the present moment. Um, Peace and love. See you later. Bye-bye.